one day I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. All right, so today's episode is going to be an episode just by me. I am going to be sharing my journey prior to my current injury. Now, can be 100% honest, I'm a little nervous about this um, episode. It's something I've been considering doing for a while and kind of putting off if I needed to share this or not, but I've alluded to it a little bit, but what happened before my injury contributed towards my injury. And it's been a big healing journey on a lot of different ends for me. And I just felt called to share it. I'm just going to go for it. Honestly, I might record this and decide, nope, no way I'm sharing this with public because I really uh, foresee it to be the most vulnerable thing I'll probably ever share. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something in the future, but I just feel like right now it feels vulnerable. And I know I'm pretty okay with that usually, but I'm questionable on this, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to share it. I would like to share it. All right. So leading up to my injury, I kind of had a perfect storm of stuff go on to be 100% honest. So the fact that I ended up having an injury was just kind of like, hey, one more thing. And it wasn't honestly not my main concern in my life at the time. And Yeah. So there's just a number of things that I just want to share. And I just think because it relates to a number of things. Now I know I have people that follow me for my running journey, right? So I think you can relate to it if you are just a runner and you know, maybe you've been injured in the past, maybe to have your eyes open to other factors that might contribute to your injury. People that follow me that are in business or getting into business, working with runners, definitely good for you in the sense of there's stuff in there that I've learned for my business as well, honestly, but for anyone, I just feel like it's a good I don't know, life lesson. And maybe, maybe you guys don't care to listen to this. I don't know. Maybe someone out there needs to hear this. And it has to do with like my coronavirus like journey and how I handled it and kind of everything came to peak all at once. And then I also injured myself. So we're going to start back with coronavirus and how I handled coronavirus because I think that related to how everything came to a peak. So maybe you can relate, maybe you're the complete opposite. Now, from what I've heard, maybe this is like a coronavirus episode too. <laughs> from what I've heard from a lot of people of how they dealt coronavirus, it's like one of two two ways. Now there's always more than one, two ways, but you either went into overdrive and went like all in and we're just like freaking out, like just doing everything you could. Like this is the fight or flight response, right? Like in general, or you completely shut down and like rested a ton and didn't do much. And I've heard of both ends for me, at least initially I went all in. I went all in every part. Like I was just doing my business 24 seven. I was back living with my mom actually at the time when it first happened. And I should share too, not even I should, it has to do with this too. A week prior to coronavirus, I also went through like a 
what do you want to call it? I was going to say traumatic. I mean, traumatic. Yeah. Like it's a, a big change in my life. I had ended a relationship with someone I was in a relationship for a total of nine years with uh, the week before. So I kind of had like two big things in my life hit me at once. So part of what I'm going to share too is like kind of a journey of grief a little bit too, and kind of not knowing what was what and what was hitting me from what direction, um, whether it was coronavirus or me just like finding myself per se again after coming out of that long-term relationship and, and all of that. So it's a lot. So that's how I went. First, when I got out of the relationship, kind of same thing. I realized to a degree there was parts where I was holding myself back in my business, in my life, and things I actually wanted for my life that I wasn't going for. So I kind of was like, all right, I'm going to go for all this stuff I want. And then coronavirus happened the next week. And then I went like overdrive. Like it was not healthy. Like internally, I did not feel 100% healthy inside of how hard I was pushing in different parts of my life. And that's okay. This is like, who has ever dealt with a pandemic and who is ever helped with the pandemic and whatever else was going on in your life at the time. So I'm just gonna, you know, just sharing what happened for me, but I can definitely look back and it was happening beforehand. I I will say that I'm kind of going back. I feel like that experience back last March was kind of like a, for lack of a better term, and people that have gone through this, maybe you can relate, kind of like a rebirth for me. It was very much a kind of like an awakening to different things. And like this whole last year has been getting an awakening to a lot of things that needed to change in my life that I have been doing and maybe not 100% conscious to throughout my life. So it's just been a whole internal, um, journey this past year, but kind of came to a halt into September into October. So I was in this overdrive of working my business, definitely burning myself out in my business, going through a journey of grief, which if anyone has ever everyone's gone through that at some point, right? But that I kind of had denied until I realized I hadn't fully, I guess, mourn like the the loss of that like relationship that I'm talking about. Like I'm, this is months ago now, guys, I'm good. Like I'm sharing this from a place of hopefully if anyone can ever relate. And if ever anyone else maybe went through something hard, went through something hard at the beginning of coronavirus and it hit them really weird because that's what happened to me. So in September, I basically burnt out in my business. That's what it felt like at least. I granted the customers I had, clients that I had, you guys like showing up on my calls and everything was like the highlight, but I was tired. Like if ever burned out, which is like very hard to do more than just show up for the clients that I had. And this happened with, I had a launch in my business back in September. And after that, I just kind of, kind of shut down. But at the same time, I also internally and emotionally had some things I need to process with, which this came to a halt later. It's all in retrospect, looking back and seeing everything that happened. I promise there's good stuff. If this is boring you, if this is not listen on, um, but September was hard. I was kind of like, gosh, I'm being vulnerable. Like I cried a lot. Generally, I was just trying to process a lot of things. I don't even know. Like I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I was, there's a lot going on. And then October, I really got hit hard emotionally. You know, I hit that burnout in my business in September and in October, it became clear that I, I hadn't fully processed some emotions. I mean, I had been processing emotions throughout the whole last year in coronavirus, as I'm sure we all have. Like, hopefully if, you know, we've learned more about ourselves, we've learned more about each other and that was going on through that time. But in October came to a halt and I will share, hey, if I'm going to be vulnerable, I might as well share it all. Uh, I got super triggered by something in my past relationship and it made me realize I had fully healed from it. And I thought I had, um, and it really triggered me. If anyone ever has had this happen, like I'm literally talking seven months later, got triggered by something. And it went into a couple months of me needing to like heal some things in me, which was good. I needed it to a degree. Um, but also combined with me pushing in my business, maybe pushing past those emotions a little bit more than I had not necessarily healthy, but I've definitely learned from it. 
I feel like I'm making this sound a lot better than it was because it was awful. Wait, if you haven't been listening, what happened is I ended up tearing my plantar fascia, but I had had been having heel pain leading into that. That had started in July, middle of July. Um, and if I look back, actually, that is when emotionally I was like, things were starting to hit a head and I just wasn't fully realizing it or willing to admit yet. And if I look at my face too, I knew my face too. I was like, my face is like feeling like really like just bloated. And it wasn't like a weight gain bloated. It was like an emotional bloated. And that was starting to happen to like right when I moved to Florida, I was trying to figure out what was going on. So my injury happened in July. Now from a running perspective, I was at a low mileage when this happened. I was not overtraining by any means, but it was, I shared this in my last episode I would have done on the injury itself, but I was at a low mileage, but I was adjusting to heat. I was adjusting to a new place of living. Uh, you know, that also includes adjusting to running in the humidity. I was adjusting to new friends, community, all that stuff in coronavirus, which there wasn't much of that going on. And I wasn't even doing speed work. So actually the the day that I ended up injuring, it was my first day of like very minimal speed work that I had done a long time. So really to me, it was like that emotional load. I feel like was the thing that did it. Plus some other things like leading. I'm not saying that's all like now that I'm healing myself, there was little things that could have been leading up to it physically for a while where I have different imbalances. I hate like just saying that, but like different places where I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. We don't need, we can always be striving to get better in our bodies and how we move, but we're never going to be perfect. But I had been injury free for four years. It was great. The only other thing too, that I would add in that I feel like maybe contributed a little bit is that my strength wasn't as good because coronavirus, I stopped lifting as high when I was lifting from home and strength has always been played a huge part in me staying injury free, especially since I've, I've had injuries in the past. This is a big part of why I love working with runners and I'm passionate about getting runners the care they need and helping other clinicians do the same is because I've been through a lot injury-wise in the past. And yeah, it had been four years. A lot of things have been going well, but also some things that weren't perfect kind of added up too physically and then add in not being able to lift as heavy, I feel like played a role. Along with, we can go into some things I probably could have been doing to better my foot strength mobility and the way it moves wasn't the best. And I kind of knew that, but I wasn't putting focus because I wasn't injured at the time, but I've learned, right. I've learned, I've learned on a clinician side. I've learned on the running side, um, focusing even more than I was on my, my calves. That was one thing I knew I could focus a little more than I had, but let's leave that there. Cause I think that could be a whole episode in itself. Um, but just to add in, if I haven't heard that journey, injure myself in July, also having this emotional stuff going on and then pour my plantar fascia at the end of October with a share. But beginning of October, I went through, so I got super triggered by something, which is now looking back, I mean, I'm not going to share what it was at all, but got super triggered and brought up all these emotions. And I went through a week of insomnia. I could not sleep. Now I don't have issues sleeping. I don't go to bed when I should sometimes. Definitely one thing that can contribute to injuries too is consistent sleep for me, but I don't have trouble falling asleep. And in October went through a period of a whole week where I like barely slept. There was three days where I got about three hours. And if you've ever had this happen to you, like you cannot focus, your emotions go all over the place. It was bad. It was, yeah, it was awful. I'm making it sound like, wait, I feel like I'm like, oh, I am because I am relaxed. It's in the past. So I think that's a good, good key that I can share this right now. Cause I'm like, wow, Kristen, this was like literally the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. But I feel like I'm like sharing it pretty like in an okay mood, which, but yeah. Anyways, I'm going to share some more about it. So to go into that experience, basically I didn't sleep at all one night, got triggered, really, really triggered, couldn't sleep. And then the next night got like, I think three hours of sleep. So I went through like three days of like not sleeping at all. And I ended up going home actually after this, cause I was just like, I need to be around people that love me and trust me and all that stuff. And I took like a last minute trip home. But the second day I didn't get any sleep at all. And like 
woke up, called my mom, 7 a.m., started crying at 7 a.m. because I hadn't slept and like couldn't process anything. Recorded, this is what I'm going to share. I recorded an episode on here. So if you want to go back and um, it was an episode actually with someone that shared his mental health journey was was kind of like, you know, when things happen and you're like, I think that was supposed to happen because one of it, so it was Mark, um, Mark B., his last name. And he shared a little bit on his mental health. And one of the biggest things he shared was on how the, you know, when he was in this, had this really tough time, it was just like, just one step. I think it was something like that. Just take one step. So I like had no clue that this was going to be going on at the same time I recorded this. So honestly, like that helped me. The fact that I recorded that episode helped me. But that morning I was like on the phone crying with my mom. Like I was like, I can't do this podcast episode, not because of that, but because of some other stuff I was trying to process and couldn't process. Like I'm just saying, this is like real shit. I was like, haven't slept in like two days going like crazy. And then anyways, recorded that episode, recorded another episode with Nick Ledette the next day, which I also recorded on his episode, which I don't know how I showed up for that. I did. So that night, like going into my third night of not sleeping, and this is where I'm just like, wow, like this, yeah, this isn't talked about enough. So never have had this happen to me, never had insomnia, nothing like this. So if anyone else can relate and this is happening to you during coronavirus, never, never like shared it. But that night I couldn't sleep, woke up, it was like 4 a.m. And like out of nowhere, like my brain, like this is where how crazy your brain can go with no sleep. But like, to be 100% honest, it kind of just felt like my brain was like crazy. And like, yeah, but this is the part that I realized that, like, I don't know, one of my big parts of the coronavirus for me, that has kind of, I don't know if it's frustrating with, I, maybe we all view it differently, but I just feel like we're just, I personally feel like we could come together better with all the issues that have been going on over the past year. And this is not related to my experience necessarily, but this relates to why I think it's important. But I just really feel like there's been a lot of like, everyone wants to be right and their opinion needs to be right. Guys, okay, I'm going on a tangent for sure. I just feel like one of the biggest lessons for (laughs) from coronavirus is that I feel like one of the biggest things is there's so many different perspectives out there. And I just feel like one of my biggest lessons from coronavirus is that literally it's all depends on our experiences how we were brought up and no one's one perspective is wrong and we really should be more accepting to we don't have to agree with other people but we need to be accepting that they might have a different opinion us okay i don't know why i'm on that tangent that's something i've wanted to share like in a post or something but with that said this is the point i was about to make was that i feel like with coronavirus we've heard mental health i feel like hasn't been the best for a lot of people and i've always felt like yeah like people say we don't talk about it enough and i'm like i feel like people are becoming more open on how important it is how important it is to injury um again i feel like that was a big part of what happened with my injury but this specific experience again this has nothing to do with what i just shared i don't know why my brain went there made me realize that we don't talk about enough because when i had this episode of insomnia and everything that went on with it, I realized I was like, you know, I haven't really heard people talk about this that much. So reason I'm sharing that is that happened like two weeks before I tore my plantar fascia. So clearly like mentally not 100%. Okay. Okay. Later that week, I went home, visited my family, went and saw all my good friends, like definitely made me feel a lot better, came back here. And okay, we're going to add in during that time, I also had a staph infection, or that's what we think it would never actually get tested. But I still have scars from this thing, guys. So this is how much shit was going on. I was like, I, I couldn't process everything. Like, I'm going to share a few other things. <laughs> All this stuff was going on. I have two scars on my arm, a couple on my knees still. It's still there. But basically, it was this thing. And I thought it was the work. I thought I just had bug bites. Okay, that's what I thought it was. Because it was like, it was like, it seemed like a bug bite. And it was really itchy. It was like the worst <laughs> 
bug bite I ever had is how I described it. So it wasn't a bug bite, turns out. And it was like raised in these different parts on my arm and on my knee. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so like while this insomnia was, this is part of it, while this insomnia was going on, like I had this really annoying thing going on, but it was like, my main concern was not these bug bites that I thought they were. I like couldn't even process to figure out that Kristen, you should have went in probably. So like three weeks later, I finally got this thing taken care of because I just avoid, I didn't, I guess I did avoid it, but I, it just wasn't, a, I didn't think it was a priority. Yeah. That could have turned out to be really bad if I hadn't gotten some antibiotics three weeks later. But um, anyways, that was all going on too. Like I was just struggling here a little bit, like with things, there was just other multiple things going on, but okay. I I hesitated to share all this because I didn't want to like have it come across as like, I didn't want to share it till I, I didn't want to make it seem like I was in like victim mode. Right. Cause I just like kept having these things happening to me. So are we going to share what else? I, I was a lot to share earlier. So now I don't know, like I even want to share everything else. So also I was like, just, see this is I don't feel like I'm just complaining like people have this happen to them right like life but I just wanted to share everything and it's in light that it's not you know you can have a really shitty experience happen from you but it's like the lessons that you learn from it and I knew coming out of this I knew eventually it would make sense but I'll be 100% honest it did not make sense when all this was going on I was like what the hell is going on right now I mean I was trying to keep my business afloat like I actually had to just stop taking new people like granted I didn't necessarily turn anyone away but I was like I can't like that part had to stop for a little bit. I just had to serve the clients I have. And granted showing up for my business was actually like the best part of everything going on. I will tell you during the time, having something to show up for. Whew. I didn't realize how that would dream me a little bit, everything sharing so far, but that happened moving to a new place, like just to put in perspective, but I told you about that. I had a thing with a state that I had a physical therapy license in that I never practiced in long story short, looking at potentially like having something, some action taken against my license in this state, which was hundred percent not right according to what I signed and how I interpreted it. And we don't need to share all the details, but long story short, I was going to have to hire a lawyer for $5,000 for this thing, looking, you know, freaking out that my license be taken away that it might go to other States. I ended up, I mean, I'm making this sound way better than it was. This literally took like more than three full weeks of my life like doing all this um, that I had to do for this situation. And I, I, and I, I mean, so the lesson in all this that really made me believe in myself because so with this lawyer thing, I ended up like basically be my own lawyer and like wrote them this huge page thing that I had already sent them a million times actually. And they finally let this thing go. But it was like, all came down to me standing up for myself because I was starting to question myself in a lot of ways. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm effing up. Like I'm effing up here. Like what's going on with like my mental health? My other thing was like, when I moved here, I have some friends in the area and um, it, you know, I was adjusting really. It was the, this whole thing was me adjusting to, to life just coming out through coronavirus and adjusting to I honestly not being in a long-term relationship again and what that looks like with friendships wise and all that stuff I anyways it was just a lot all at once and I thought I was going to share some more but I feel like that's good (laughs) but just had a lot hit me all at once but I guess I just wanted to share that for a number of different reasons one I know other people have shared things with me and it's helped me when I've gone through hard times. Two, to weigh into if you're a runner or you're a clinician, just knowing that it's not always just, you know, load, physical load, like mental load is a big determinant. And just if anyone else has kind of had a shitty time during coronavirus and anything like this happened, like just to share that out. But I will say, yeah, like the number one thing this came away with is 
the things that I was being tested on here was belief in myself because there was a number of things that were happening that it knocked me way down on my belief in myself on a lot of different levels, but it made me build that back up like a true belief in myself versus just like false uh, relying on other people's validation of me was a lot of what, what I learned through this experience. And then yeah, standing up for myself, believing myself and just like, yeah, there's more to it, I guess. But yeah, I just wanted to share that. Um, what else did I want to share from that? I'm good. I'm good now, but it was a really shitty time. Uh, shout out to all the people that listened to me during that time. If you've ever had time when you just felt like you couldn't necessarily be there for anyone else and you were requiring a little bit more from everyone else around you and it feels really crappy, you're like, oh my gosh, I swear this isn't usually me. Also, I'm coming to a new place. Didn't have solidified like my go-to people necessarily where like in person, I was calling back home and everything, but thank God for the people that came through and ended up being my, my closer friends here. Like, honestly, if you guys are listening, thank you. You know who you are and shoot to my mom. Like I'm 31 and I'm just like, huge shout out to my mom listening to me way more than she probably ever thought she was going to listen to me at 31. Or I thought I was going to have to call my mom because goodness. And just honestly, in all reality, realistically, like me so thankful to still have my mom. I know like not everyone does. And so mom, if you're listening, thank you because goodness, I don't know seriously how I would have went through that time without her. And a lot of people, my sister, I've called her a lot more than she used to hear. And for me, which is good. We bonded over coronavirus. I feel like a lot, but yeah. And then the friends here that came through to being my friend, like we were just becoming friends and I was needed to rely on them for all this shit going on. There was some more stuff going on too that I didn't share just, which kind of came back to, to me, honestly, um, taking some things more personally that I needed to in like my personal life too, with friendships and stuff like that. But it was all hitting me at the same time, but it was, I mean, it was the universe's way. And I think if you use this experience to your benefit, not my specific one, but like coronavirus in general, I think you could grow a lot from it. And that's what happened to me. Like realized I was taking a lot of things personally and it wasn't about me. And it was something I needed to, to learn from, for my business and for my life um, as well. Like my business wasn't going to grow if I didn't learn these lessons, be hundred percent honest. And I wasn't going to grow in my life. So not that I think it had to get to as severe as obviously it did, as I shared with you guys, but yeah, I've never felt more empowered. I've never believed in myself more um, and who I am. So there's that. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a listening ear. If you listen to this, if you made it through, yeah, this just always know, like there's always, I am a big believer. I don't care what you believe, right? This is me coming through what I believe too. Like, like every, everything that's happening there is happening for you, not to you. And even in the times you literally have all, like it takes everything in you to believe that. Like, cause let me tell you, like it was, it was pretty shitty and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, but it truly is. I promise. And I talk to myself in the future because I'm sure there's going to be, I mean, not even sure there's going to be more shitty experiences in the future. Right. I really hope like, I really, goodness, I probably shouldn't say this. Like, I hope this is about the shittiest one I go through all at once. But yeah, the other part, like I was going to share, like the things that I was taking personally was like in my, to make it all make sense too, is personally in my like personal life with um not like, I guess, it has to do with being 31 and having friendships and forming new ones in a new place. I forgot how long that takes and that it's not instant and that people have their own lives. And that was harder for me because I had just come out of this time when you had like your best friend all the time. And I then didn't have that. I was going through an experience where everything, like the friendships I called on, the relationship I called on, you know, all like that wasn't there. And I was going through like the hardest time. So it felt really weird. And I was like forming this new self in the middle of going through a really hard time. So 
Okay, I guess that's all I want to share. There was more I wanted to share, but I think I'm holding back for a reason, so I'm not going to share it then. So there, there's that. What else? Yeah, there was more to it, but I guess that's what I'm going to share. I don't feel called to share a little, a few more things publicly, I guess. Whew. All right. I wanted to say questions, but there's no questions because you guys are just listening. You're listening on a run. What else to share? But that's it. That was my that was my journey in, into my plantar fascia tear. Oh, my plantar fascia tear, if you're listening to this later, like happened, yes, like two weeks later. I went home for 10 days. Right after that experience I shared, came back and two days later, it tore. I was playing soccer, tore, like calling my mom to tell her that. I was like, oh my gosh, because I was like, she was worried about me. She she said she wasn't, but when I talked to her later, she's like, oh my gosh, Kristen, like, yeah, you were not okay. Like when I went home, I was like on her bed one day crying, like, am I ever going to be okay? And like, this is serious. Like I was seriously like, just like did what was going on. But then did, I went back here to Florida and tore my plantar fashion. Like, like mom, I'm going to be fine. I'm good. <laughs> and it was a journey to get to pretty good <laughs> to be honest. So but yeah, that's that. I think there's more to share, but that's what I got for you guys. Let me know if you like this kind of stuff. I did have like part of me, I was holding off if people would like this kind of stuff, but I did have uh, Jen um, who follows me. She's been a big supporter of my stuff. Jen, if you're listening, I think you'll know who you are. Maybe not. I can't think of your last name right now, but she was, she wanted me to share more stuff like this. I had shared, I think some stuff in a post or in a podcast once she's like, share more stuff like that. And I was like, okay, should I share this? Should I not share this? That's what I got for you guys. So we got some more episodes coming up. I know this is my first episode in a while. So hence, Breaking Five had to go on a little bit of break. Everything. Okay, this is what I actually did want to share. Like, I kind of feel like I, I kind of like had this rebirth, this regrowth, like, you know, um, awakening back like last March, learning stuff about myself, becoming who I want to come, but it kind of went too fast. I pushed it beyond where my intern, like I was internally ready for. And then I had this complete breakdown complete, complete breakdown. Yeah. My mom a few, like a month ago, she's like, yeah, I think you had an emotional breakdown, Kristen. I didn't want to tell you that. I was like, yeah, no, I did mom. I, yeah, hundred percent did hundred percent, but this is like five months later. So it was okay to tell me at that time. But now I feel like I'm in the rebuilding phase, but it's been slower and internally feels a lot better in my business. Like I'm building this podcast back up. I'm bringing in some other things. I kind of had to cut out of my life back in because I couldn't deal. So I hope it's as a, I don't know if anyone just ever has this happen and it's a constant learning cycle on the business side of life side. But I think rest has been also a big learning lesson of this, everything that's happened. Like I need to take days off. Like yesterday, I did not do anything for work. And yesterday was a Saturday and I like completely took off from any work. And that was a big lesson. I haven't been doing that. I wasn't doing that since like I started my business enough at all. Like it's this constant push that if I'm not doing something, it's not going somewhere. But guys, if you're not taking breaks in, in your life, like you're you're gonna burn yourself out. And that's what happened. Like I I needed to have dedicated time to like brain off, no work time to do things I like. This whole having a major injury like this happen just made me have to reset so many things in life. Like it's been so many habits that were, you know, adding up that were going to get to me, but they kind of all got to me at once. I've just taken this whole injury as a time to rebuild all my habits, like meal prepping, keeping my house organized how I want it, working towards a consistent sleep schedule and waking up at the same time, which is not there still. I got, it's like the number one thing I could do for myself that would make things better, but there's like a number of habits that need to be changed in my life. And like this, like everything just kind of gave me an opportunity to do that. So um, I know I'll be coming back stronger in a lot of different ways. I and mean, the biggest way would be the mental ways clearly, which is this journey has been more of than the physical journey. Maybe we'll share more on that, but I think I'm out. I'm, I'm done with the sharing. So anyways, if you guys like episodes like this, let me know. 
If not, let me know. We'll have some powerful ladies coming up. I'm going to do next few interviews are going to be with some ladies in the running world, PT world that we'll be doing interviews with. We'll be getting Breaking Five back off out there again because it took a couple months off. And thank you for everyone that's followed on through this journey. And we'll keep rolling. If you know of anyone that would like to be interviewed or you would like to be interviewed, let me know. I mean, it might be something in the future. And again, if you would like me to do more episodes like this, this might've been too much. I'm not going to share stuff like this all the time, guys. This is per- this is personal. And that's another thing of being like out there. You kind of qu- question how much needs to be shared and how much needs to be taken to yourself. That's been a learning lesson this last year too. Like how much do I want to share and how much, what needs to be shared, what doesn't need to be shared, what could help someone. It's just a learning cycle. But all right, I'm going to keep talking. So I'm going to let this one go. Thanks to all who listened. Reach out with any questions. Go run your life. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, That doesn't have to actually mean literally breaking five, just a breaking five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their breaking five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram, and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.